The Supreme Court will decide whether Donald Trump can run for president. Oppenheimer and Succession dominated at the Golden Globes, and a new race to the moon is underway. That's some of what we'll get to on The Seven from The Washington Post. I'm Hannah Jewell. It's Monday, January 8th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one. Leaders in Congress agreed on a deal that would avert a government shutdown. The $1.66 trillion agreement was reached yesterday. It preserves funding for key domestic and social safety net programs and allows for over $880 billion in defense spending. Lawmakers have to pass the deal soon to prevent a shutdown. Funding for roughly 20% of the federal government runs out on January 19th, and the rest runs out on February 2nd. If more funding isn't secured, millions of government workers would be sent home or forced to work without pay. That's still a possibility despite yesterday's agreement between congressional leaders. The deal will face opposition from far-right House Republicans who had hoped to force steep budget cuts. Number two. The Federal Aviation Administration grounded Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes after a terrifying mid-air accident. On Friday, an Alaska Airlines flight had just departed Portland when part of the plane's wall blew out into the air at over 16,000 feet. The part was a door plug, which is a paneled-off exit, and it left a gaping hole next to a row of seats. The plane depressurized and made an emergency landing, and several passengers and a flight attendant were injured. Regulators said yesterday that the damaged plane had recorded a warning light on three flights in recent weeks. That light is designed to signal failures in controlling cabin pressure, but it's unclear whether that light was linked to this accident. On Saturday, the FAA ordered the grounding of 171 Boeing airplanes with the same part for inspection, and the missing door plug was found in the backyard of a Portland schoolteacher. Number three. The Supreme Court announced on Friday that it will rule on whether Donald Trump can appear on primary ballots or whether he should be disqualified over his role in the January 6, 2021 attack. The justices scheduled arguments in the case for February 8th. Their ruling will have a major impact on this year's election. Trump is the Republican frontrunner, but his place on primary ballots is being challenged in several states. Colorado's top court disqualified him last month, and Maine's top election official has also barred Trump from that state's ballot. The Supreme Court's decision could put justices in an uncomfortable position. The case has echoes of the court's involvement in the 2000 election, when its decision assured victory for George W. Bush and damaged the court's reputation as an independent institution. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin failed to disclose a prolonged hospitalization. That's story number four. Austin didn't tell the White House or the public for days that he had been in intensive care beginning January 1st. He was hospitalized following complications from an elective medical procedure before Christmas. And his hospitalization wasn't made public until after 5 p.m. on January 5th. Top cabinet officials usually disclose their whereabouts and health conditions. Officials said yesterday that President Biden retains confidence in the defense secretary. That's despite the bewilderment and frustration the incident caused throughout his administration and in Congress. Austin said he could have done a better job keeping the public informed, and he remains hospitalized. Number five. 
a high-impact storm system is set to slam central and eastern states. In the coming days, blizzards could hit parts of the central plains and Midwest, and potential flooding and damaging winds could cause power outages on the Gulf Coast and East Coast. This follows a weekend storm that brought over a foot of snow in parts of the Northeast. And on Saturday, a damaging tornado hit Florida just north of Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. This week's storm is expected to be even more disruptive. So once again, wherever you're listening, good luck. The Golden Globes were last night. That's number six. Hollywood stars strutted the red carpet for the first time since writers and actor strikes paralyzed the industry last year. They return with big sleeves, lingerie-inspired silhouettes, and bare chests. Oppenheimer and HBO's Succession dominated the drama categories for film and TV. The Bear won Best TV Comedy, and Poor Things beat out Barbie for Best Film Comedy. The Bear star, Iowa Debery, gave this important shout-out while accepting her award for Best TV Comedy Performance by a female actor. Yeah, this just really means a lot. There's so many people who I probably forgot to thank. Oh, my God. All of my agents and managers' assistants. To the people who answer my emails. Y'all are real ones. Thank you for answering my crazy, crazy emails. You can see a list of all the winners on our site. And you can get a look at those big sleeves, too. at number seven. The U.S. launched its first spacecraft to the moon in more than 50 years. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. We have ignition. And liftoff of the first United Launch Alliance Vulcan rocket, launching a new era in spaceflight to the moon and beyond. The Peregrine spacecraft, operated by the company Astrobotic, is expected to touch down on the moon on February 23rd. It's carrying science experiments, but no people. This morning's launch is part of NASA's plan to return humans to the lunar surface for the first time since the last of the Apollo flights in 1972. And just like the first moon missions, there's a space race underway. But this one is between companies, not countries. Another company, called Intuitive Machines, is also vying to become the first private venture to land a spacecraft on the moon. That company said that it's planning a lunar landing on February 22nd, just one day before Astrobotic. Both companies were commissioned by NASA. So whoever wins, it will be one small step for a man, one giant leap for the bottom line. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, a great way to support our work is through a subscription to The Washington Post. An all-access digital subscription is only $40 for one year. That's less than many Stanley Tumblers. Subscribe to The Post by going to washingtonpost.com slash subscribe. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.